Welcome to Free With Ads, the podcast that asks the question, why pay Amazon Prime 15 bucks a month to watch Ben Affleck sell Nikes when you can go on YouTube for free and watch him hang paintings and explain why marriage is an outdated tool of the patriarchy. I'm Jordan Morris. And I'm Emily Fleming. Today's movie is He's Just Not That Into You, released in 2009 and directed by Ken Quapus. Quapus. I said that wrong, didn't I? It's okay. I don't... Yes. Fun fact, also the director of the Sesame Street movie, Follow That Bird. No way! Yeah. So this rom-com tells a bunch of interconnected stories of sexy white people looking for love in the sexy city of Baltimore. Wow, I didn't realize it was Baltimore. It's based on the popular self-help book of the same name, which we all know and love. Yes. Um, Before we break down this movie, which is, at the time of this recording, streaming free with ads, Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about... Something else we saw for free on the internet this week. Other free stuff. Emily, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, the, uh, this goes along with the dating and love and etc. So does mine. <laughs> theme of today's show. I'm yeah, glad we're, yeah. we're both thematically minded. Yep. Uh, if there's one thing you can say about the both of us, we love a good theme. Love a theme. Um, so this is actually a, a dating website uh, aimed at nerds. This actually was put in uh, one of our group chats by Chelsea Davidson, the great comedy writer oh, Chelsea yay, Davidson. Chelsea. Uh, so yes, thank you to her for sharing this with us. Um, JediHill.com is a dating coach <laughs> website run by... Jedi Hill, that's the name of the of the guy who runs it. Oh my god. Jedi Hill is a, a self-professed nerd who landed himself uh and as he says an S-tier wife. Or an S-tier fiance, I guess I should say. I don't think what they've tied the that knot mean? yet. So this is a like he he's a you know a, a pretty nerdy looking guy and and his is there's a lot of cheesecakey photos of his wife or fiance <laughs> okay. on this site with kind of the idea that like this this could be yours. You uh, oh, another boy. this could all be yours, nerds. And it's kind of like dating advice for nerds, but it kind of uses you know, it uses terms that they would understand. For instance, I'm going to read a little bit from the website. <laughs> okay. And the the system they have is called the NAS system. So we'll explain what that means okay, later. Okay, cool, But just cool. so you know, the system they're selling uh, for nerds to get laid is the NAS system. Okay. I tell you, with our NAS system, we can help you attract your wood nymph. That very wood <laughs> nymph who is like an S-rank boss monster of whom you are terrified yet desire to have. And this time you have the courage to take action, woo her, and make her yours. Okay. So, great. (laughs) I mean, we're all just out here looking for our wood nymph, right? I am speechless And I think, I I like, I mean, he's using boss monster, right? Like, this is a level, you gotta level up and conquer the boss. But he's implying that he wants to fuck video game bosses? I don't know what that even is. Yeah. This is apparently, you're not trying to get me. I'm not a wood nymph nor a boss monster. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Emily, you're a boss bitch. Thank you. (laughs) You're a girl boss monster. I'm a wood bitch. (laughs) So, okay. So that's, you know, it's a little cringy. You can kind of tell what he's doing. Yeah. And And then we learn more. This is another paragraph in this. Uh, I like this is his kind of personal story, how he came to be the you know fiance of an S tier babe. I lacked self confidence and self esteem as a kid. I suffered from a speech impediment, lisp, severe aller- allergies, and asthma. Born with gills on my neck and what? was called a freak. So he very casually drops that he was born with gills. 
What? There's photos of him on the on the website with the gills. I don't see gills. I've you know, and who knows? I I I you know maybe the gills aren't visible at certain angles. This but... is fan fiction. This isn't real, right? So, and then it goes. <laughs> He's just the the dude from um, Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm starting to believe that he does not have an S tier fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I've listen. I don't listen. I'm not here to judge. Which women are and aren't S tier? She's lovely. There's many photos of her on the website. You can go there and judge for yourself. And, sure. But uh, all women, women are strong and beautiful in my eye. You're all S tier. Thank you. Thank you. I'm brave and an ally. Uh, by the way, that voice you just heard was our super producer, Matt Lieb. You know him. You love him. He's the producer of Jordan Jesse Go. He's a regular on Good Mythical Morning, and he is at the boards making sure Yay! we sound great. Thank you, Matt. I'm, Thanks, Matt. I'm also an ally. <gasps> okay, so here's the last paragraph of this. Okay. You might be wondering what I have to share with you and what this NAS system is all about. I created the NAS system to help men like you elevate their consciousness and become new Atlanteans. It's the new Atlantean system. This guy is using the money he makes this to build an underwater city where he oh, will live. Oh, I thought live. it was just Georgia. <laughs> no, I think this there in in this dating website he peppers in stuff about how he is a, a gill man. Like the hot fish guy from Shape of Water or Kevin Costner in Waterworld, who was oh, also hot. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, it's, this is a rich text. Um, you know, if you're out there and you're a little bit awkward and you want to learn how to how to, how to how to score those babes, um, head out over to JediHill.com and maybe get yourself a throne at the bottom of the sea at some point. Yeah, maybe uh, call the cops and look for a woman uh, stranded at the bottom of the ocean because that's what this sounds like. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, so that's that's one way to go about finding love. So, uh, Emily, what have you what have you seen on the internet? Wait, so you got to go to JediHill.com to find that. Yes. The whole thing. Uh -huh. Just in case any of y'all want to go down that I rabbit hole. I genuinely don't know if it's a joke or not. It's The website is very shitty. <sighs> that, for some reason, makes me think that this person is being serious, but um, I, I don't know. I cannot tell. It is very It could a very be like a kind document. of role-playing community of sex. It could it's be. Like, it's sex larping. Yeah, this could be this guy's kink is like I'm the I'm the I'm the fish king and this is my yeah. land wife. And yeah, it's furries soon... on a budget. Like they can't afford the suit. <laughs> He's just like oh, I have given you drawn gills you with a magic the gills marker. On. Yeah, I mean that's that's got to be cheaper than I mean, buying the whole mascot outfit. Yeah, I bet the like vampire sex like swingers group is just oh, yeah. full up and he couldn't get in and then he was right. like, what's the next? I'll thing? show you. Yeah, he's like, shit, the Frankenstein's are full too. Yeah, um, no sorry. more mummies. Gonna have to go swamp thing. Sure, I'm starting uh, my own thing, and none of you are invited, and we'll all and we'll all fuck under the sea. That's right. Um, okay, so I have been. Um, I've had some. My dating life is a nightmare, and I'm. I think that I'm doing sober January, and I think I'm just gonna do a celibate year. <laughs> like I think that's going to be good for me. I've done it before, and I I should do it again. But I was kind of doing. We'll just see your energy get more and more manic on this podcast <laughs> uh. as we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I was kind of seeing this poly couple situation. Okay. And were you seeing one member of the couple, or one were you seeing? Member. Okay. 
because I unfortunately I am not bisexual. Sure. I've really explored this. Let's get some purple lighting in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I've really explored this and like um, maybe there you know, but I think I'm okay. unfortunately I'm fucking straight. It sucks. Um yeah. I think that women are hot and stuff, sure. but I just have never had that kind of connection or attraction. But um yeah, I was just with the guy. So you were you were dating someone who had a a, a primary partner, which that is yeah. not. I've done this in the past. I've done right. this in the past too. But what I found out because I've now been educating myself about non-monogamous or like ethical non-monogamy, that's not how poly works. Okay. There can't like it's unethical. Well, according to this, um, I've been learning from multiple kind of. Instagram accounts, which is probably not the <laughs> best, but I really like uh, the way these people explain things. Um, it's called decolonizing.love okay. on, on Instagram. And they kind of just break down all of the different types of non-monogamy, which is really interesting. But poly, which is what they practice, they're like, everyone is an equal partner. There's no okay. such thing as like a hierarchical thing. And which is so fascinating to me because I don't I have I I think that I couldn't wrap my head around that. I like thinking about it, though. I'm like, okay, that's interesting to me. And that does sound like a great equalizer when it comes to gender right? as well, where it's like there is no like power you know, struggle. Um, but this dude <laughs> that I have been seeing, I've been calling him Little Fella because he's a little fella. Short king? And, um, he's a short king okay. and um, <laughs> or whatever. And um, he has since separated from his primary partner okay and now i'm like because i've been open to the poly thing i'm having fun and i'm like okay well does that change the dynamic sure and he was like no i don't think so i'm like so we're still like a we're still partners in some way. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, I don't want to put a label on anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even get a poly guy to commit. <laughs> I can't get it. Wait, you people love labels. You I have know. a whole website full of labels. Yes, and it's like, so I can't even get a non-monogamous like guy to even... Like, he's like, this is casual. I'm like, that's not the fuck I've been I've, for six months now. I've mm-hmm. been changing my entire way of thinking to wrap around your deal. Mm-hmm. And now you don't even want to do your deal anymore. So what the fuck am I doing? Like, let's get a category for let's be uh, let's, casual is sure. what it is. We're just friends who fuck is basically what he said. And I'm like, nope. I'm so not. you're just a Scarlett Johansson and a Kevin Connolly. No, I'm, well, no, I'm not. That's from the movie. I'm the Kevin Connolly. You're the Kevin Connolly. Well, I think you're a much better director than Kevin Connolly. <laughs> but I'm just like, no, now I'm just a girl on a roster, and I'm I'm fucking not doing that. Well, have you thought about finding the Gill Man of your dreams? Oh, have you thought about looking boy. for looking for gills? I, I think don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to drown in the bottle in the sea. <laughs> Instead of just, you know, I think that it's just time for me to just not do anything for a while and find myself at the bottom of a sea by myself. No gill wow. man. I'll be my own gill man. Sure, you can you can <laughs> eat, pray, swim. <laughs> eat, pray, drown. <laughs> exactly. But so this this fucking movie is has been a existential nightmare. So this is a lovely segue into oh, this, movie. this movie. He's just not that into you. Um, yeah, let, let's start talking about it. Um, so it is based on the uh, the self-help memoir mm-hmm. uh, co-written by Greg Barrett, uh, who is a funny stand-up comic uh, and a very good dude. 
Um, spoiler alert, we did not like this movie. I don't think he had a ton to do with it. Um, yeah, I don't, like, we can, you know, not hate the guy, just hate how this turned sure. out. Sure. I um, think they bought the title of the book and, and, and crammed in a few of the themes and just shoved it into the most generic uh, half-baked rom-com of all time. I will say that this just feels very dated. This is, like, probably yeah. the best advice they could give anyone in 2009. This feels more dated than watching, like, Bringing Up Baby. It's feels like it feels <laughs> like sex it's from in the city like there's sure. so many things from that that this feels like the sex in the city kind of generation of they're making it for younger people or something but there was barely any sex okay so since this is one of those rom-coms with like 15 characters all played by the most famous people oh who get God. 20 minutes of screen time each uh, instead of going down the plot i'm just going to kind of describe what happens in all of these couples mm -hmm. and they're all kind of related to each other in um uninteresting ways that don't mean anything to the plot um they all just like uh, hang out with each other occasionally and talk about their respective plots mm -hmm. i think that um um jennifer goodwin and jennifer Connolly and jennifer aniston mm. a lot of jens oh my god you're right if you, <laughs> i didn't even think if about you like that. a jen and if you like the last name Connolly, this movie <laughs> has a lot for you um i think they all work together as copywriters at a spice company, what is anyone's or a tea job in this or something? I don't know. At, just at, at, the only little clue you get that as to what they're doing at this lush office, um, this lush rom com office, is that at one point Jennifer Anson sits up and she's like, "How am I supposed to write twelve hundred words on cardamom?" <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> are they writing? Are they just writing what goes on the label? On cardamom? Anyway, who the fuck knows? <laughs> who the Anyway. Okay. So, the first relationship I'll talk about. Okay. First, this is uh, Gigi, played by Jennifer Goodwin. Um, this, I would say, is the kind of main plot of the movie that we spend the most time with. But she's Jennifer Goodwin, uh, plays Gigi, but her wig is played by Bad. <laughs> I didn't clock the wig. Oh my god! If it's not a wig, good god, girl, <laughs> let's get a brush. So Jennifer Goodwin, uh, her character is she wants a man. Give me that man, says Gigi. Uh, that's her whole deal. She just wants a man. I hate to say it, but I think I identify a lot with this annoying character. Oh, Emily, your wig isn't that bad. <laughs> your wig's beautiful. <laughs> Real hair and it's gorgeous. Thank you. Um, so he starts out. She goes on this very tepid date with Kevin Connolly uh, from Entourage, and thank you. <laughs> Please play that every time we say Entourage. Please. Oh yeah, that's the plan, guys. Oh, no. So he like he like ghosts her, you know. So and this is in the era of cell phones, but not like te like texting is weird. There's T nine, I'm sure of it. Yeah, but also <laughs> they like, can play Snake on their phones. Is it is it ghosting after one date? Yeah. So she is she gets really really into him and starts like hanging out places where he hangs out. Fucking psycho shit. Yeah, it is definitely the like rom com character who, if they were doing that in real life would be crazy and not cute. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, um, oh gosh, um, Say Anything. John Cusack from Say Anything. This is right, like, right, right. if someone did hang outside your window with a boombox playing in your eyes, that would be insane. Yeah. Well, 
Okay, well, maybe not. I don't know. In high school and stuff, it's really sweet. Okay. Like, you know, like this, that's even crazy in high school, what she's doing. Sure, yeah. It's really, really weird. And she meets at one of, uh, at the restaurant she goes to, to, to stalk Kevin Connolly, she meets uh, Justin Long. Ooh! A, a height of fame Justin Long. And short he game. plays a, is he short? I'm pretty sure. Let me take a look. Anyway, uh, so Justin Long is a is a bartender, or I guess he owns the restaurant, and he tells it like it is. He's a jaded. I don't want a commitment. He blows off Busy Phillips. Um, I mean, and boy, is she a smoke show in this movie. Looks great. Um, Always looks great. Looks yeah. She's very beautiful in this movie. Yeah, and uh, boobs are out. And And so they strike up this weird friendship where she goes on dates and then calls him during the date to ask him what she should do. And he's just kind of an asshole to her. And he's and he's like, I could find a girl with bigger implants. This guy loves big implants. (laughs) Uh, Fucking weird. The dialogue in this movie. Yeah, but. I don't know. So anyway, okay. Maybe uh, this is how people talk. I don't, <laughs> perhaps. I... So he invites her to his house. She thinks it's to hook up, but it's really he's having a party and asks her to serve drinks. So she like serves drinks later on in the party. I only go here because this really bothered me. He's on the couch with another woman playing video, video games. games. On his on his TV stand, we can see an Xbox. The controllers they're holding are PlayStation controllers. What? I hope someone was fired. I noticed that too. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I hated it. The I fucking hated it. and they do that video game playing like you do in a movie they where they're like clicking, they're just button like, mashing. But yeah, it's like come Ugh. on. But can I tell you? I have a story for you, real oh, quick. Oh please. And um, I okay. So I have had that happen to me in New York. When okay. I was dating this guy that I Which called. part of it? The Xbox thing? No. Um, <laughs> that's happened to all of us. God, just watching a dude play Xbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but some of us are really good. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Some of us Tune wanna... into my Twitch channel. I know all the fatalities. Some of us so are good. like, let's take that energy and put it in my pussy. Like, there's <laughs> fingers here. Those fingers look uh, like sure. they're- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, um... Just do the fatality to my pussy. <laughs> well, yeah, there's actually- This is all tying into Finish her. another pot. <laughs> no, you. no. This is so crazy that you're saying this because- I have a podcast with Jenna Purdy from Mythical that's coming out on um, Mythical Society. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay to, to okay, listen, yeah, but it's yeah. worth it. She made that fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. It's the finisher joke. I can't believe that. Okay, anyway. So I also tell this story on there, but I will tell all of you. There's this guy, David Hot David is what I called him. Okay. And he was like a finance guy in New York. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Never did it again. Um, <laughs> those type of guys. Yeah. And I thought he really liked me because I was like 26 and I don't know. And uh, I went to like warehouse parties with all this fun stuff. And then he was New York having, shit. New York shit. And he was having a big party at his like, he had like a townhouse. He was like rich. And he, which again, never again. <laughs> I will never do that again. Um, but No townhouses. No rich guys. Okay. They just, it's like. Hell yeah. Poor guys forever. Poor, 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 poor. No, poor, poor. Just, just normal. Hey, mattress. Renting till we die. <laughs> Renting till we die. No, I just think that, you know, the stereotypical finance guy in sure. New York, it just is, they've, it's just a different breed of. Rich. I, I, I'm sure. I've not spent a lot of time in that world, but from, from everything I, I, from what I understand, that's a pretty yeah psycho kind I of I have psycho. a like a big suitcase that's holding up my bed frame underneath it. I don't want to. That's <laughs> sure. not my kind of person. Um, but no. So he invited me to this party he was having at his place. I thought I was going to meet all his friends. Uh-huh. I was really excited. 
I show up and there's a ton of people there. And he goes, he goes, oh, hey, thanks for coming. Come over here. Um, and if you wouldn't mind taking people's coats. Oh and I, there was this big walk-in closet and like a table in front of it, and another girl behind it. And we were like the coat check girls for his party. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And the girl who was standing there, I was like, how do you know, This David? is exactly what happens I know, in this bad rom I know. Rom-com. This is like oh they God. took my life. This happens all the time. So, oh, I hate um, to say it, but I think but he, the, he just wasn't that into you. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> oh he was gosh. using me. But the girl who was behind there with me, I was like, uh, how do you know, David? She's like, I've been dating him for like two months. I'm like, me oh too. Oh, God. And then I was like you want to just leave and so we left and there was a bar like right under uh-huh. where his place was and we just drank and hung out but the bar was really cool. I should have stolen shit all the coats got stolen I should have stolen shit out of people's coats yeah honestly. no kidding oh yeah, my if gosh. your host didn't use women your shit would still oh be here oh my gosh I'm sorry that happened to you I'm sorry well, I, I Justin Long owes you an apology he sure does you live you learn you know <laughs> oh boy okay so that's 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 the, 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 the Jennifer Goodwin Justin Long thing they end up together in the end for some reason who cares um, our next couple is Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck, Ooh. who I think is our tallest person in the movie. Tallest guy. Now, Emily actually researched this. Bradley Cooper, 6'1", Ben Affleck, 6'2". So, mm. yes, it is confirmed. Ben Affleck is the tallest person in this movie. Bravo, Ben. Way to be tall. Your parents fucked and they had those tall jeans. Uh, Jen and Ben. Um, so they are a couple who has lived together and seem pretty happy, but they're not married. Right. He gives this little speech about, oh, I don't believe in marriage, but doesn't really explain it. No, um, he doesn't explain why. Yeah, but, uh, you know, apparently he laid it all out for her and she is now in marriage mode and wants yeah, to get like, married. We've talked about this and it's like, but us the audience haven't sure <laughs> explain so, it to us <laughs> yeah we want to know yeah so it is very vague um and you know i think people who are against marriage have a lot of times men. Have good expl- men have a lot of good explanations <laughs> for it uh but we don't get to hear any of them we just kind of see him uh not be into it and then her kind of freak out and uh blow him off and so she he goes to live on his boat Okay. Um, he owns a boat. Uh, what does he do? Who cares? He owns a boat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We don't even know what the fuck he does. And she has to like be in her sister's wedding. And I guess she is, she has to like try on these bridesmaid dresses that everyone is talking about how ugly they are. They all look great. Yeah, those dresses everyone are Everyone looks... They do not have the courage in this movie to actually make the bridesmaid dresses... Look bad. Funny. Yeah. It's like, you know, and I get it. You have Jennifer Aniston in your movie. You want her to look great. But like... For this one scene where the joke is that she has to wear an embarrassing bridesmaid dress, can you at least just have her in it for one scene? And the funniest thing about the bridesmaid, yeah, they this all This movie looked, is so fucking devoid of jokes. It's so, but also it's just gaslighting us from believing, the, or like the belief that Jennifer Aniston is A, old. Yeah. Or B, uh, not as exciting to look at than a dog. When she was like right, going down she, the aisle, she goes down the aisle and she's not walking with one of the grooms, and she's walking with, with like the dog. family and dog. What a beautiful dog! It's a gore- yeah, sure. Like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd At be- this point, it's because I I do remember like her tabloid personality was like, oh, she'll never get married. Yes, Poor Jen. and that's why I'm Is so that what angry. She's playing At- into this in this movie, I don't know. It makes me so angry this movie because it's like, why did we do this to Jennifer Aniston? Why did I we don't just know. beat the shit out of this woman and call her old? She's so talented. And she's not married and she's all this. And it's like, there's nothing about her that says that she's the like, 
just can't get a man girl it's just really weird so I don't she know. so she she's in this wedding and her dad played by chris christopherson has ow, a heart ow. attack hey that means it's time for our signature segment hunk watch uh, <laughs> do we have a noise for that it'll be funny it'll be in the hunk post. watch hunk um watch. it's hunk watch yes chris christopherson in this movie um <sighs> You know, a great looking guy. I liked to imagine he was Whistler from the Blade movies. It oh. just was, at, as soon as he walked his daughter down the aisle, would go in the basement and start building vampire weapons. <laughs> um, he, you know, a, 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 a real hunk. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, Along with Bradley Cooper, they've both been the lead of A Star is Born. Isn't that fun? Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, he is, you know, he's a striking, he's a striking salt and pepper gentleman, beautiful beard. And I think I was just like so, because he doesn't have a lot to do in this movie. He has to have a heart attack and then he's just in bed for a scene. But I'm like, oh, someone in this movie is presenting and acting like an adult. Yes. Like everyone in this movie is, you know, it's clearly in their 30s and 40s, but just they act like weird little kids. And it's just so nice to have someone looking and acting like a grown up. But also, where is her mom? Oh, yeah. We don't know where mom is. Yeah. Unexplained. He's just like a single dude letting and all of his kids are taking care of him. I'd be pretty chill, too. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, so he, you know, and he's got that beautiful dog. Um, that dog is cute. Also at this wedding, I should say um, a, a real a real funny performance uh, from uh, fr- from my buddy. Everybody's uh, everybody's favorite. Uh, that guy from that thing. John Ross Bowie. Yes. Uh, is like a weird guy. She gets sat next with to with black hair with black hair. Yes. Uh, John Ross Bowie these days uh, wearing the salt and pepper very well. Oh, but yeah. It's, uh, but he's usually raven. blonde, right? Oh, I don't know. That's a good, a good question. I feel I don't like know what he's been blonde in is. the past. But yeah, he looks great in the black hair. Yeah. Uh, and really funny. He has a one scene thing in this movie where He's like a Wiccan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and definitely like my, I mean, you know, and I, obviously I'm biased because I because I like the guy so much, but yeah. I did legitimately laugh at his scene. No, he was very funny. He was good. And this movie does have a couple of little, you know, cameos from like funny people doing funny things. You know, Busy Phillips we mentioned. Yep. And and a couple others. Uh, so, you know, it's not totally devoid of pleasure. Yes. Um, but I just think, Yeah, the mostly. little, there's a lot of A-less celebs, but then there's like... There's these nice little um, cameo, smaller roles for people who are not these big, sure. huge, and they're usually the kind of the most fun. Yeah, Natasha Leggero's in this. That's right. Oh yeah, she yeah. does one of the little monologues to yeah. camera, and it's like, oh, they're doing the Sex and the City season one thing because in the first season of Sex and the City, Did they do that. They had people they being tried interviewed, it out. yeah, and then they stopped doing it. What I clocked this as, and this is a framing device throughout the movie. You have these people doing these two camera monologues about like times they were like. That's like, oh, and then like up. when Harry met Sally. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're trying to make this movie in modern when Harry met Sally. And I'm sure yeah. that's how they pitched it in the room. But like, you just do no favors comparing your bad rom-com to the greatest rom-com of all time. It's That's like the, the fucking balls on these people to say like, we're going to do the When Harry Met Sally thing. Yeah, it was also so out of place. Two, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but please. also yeah, yeah. they can't have five Harrys and ten Sallys. It's just, it was overloaded. <laughs> it was like, you see the movie Ants? 
Yes. But starring Woody Allen, yes. Starring, sure. Woody, uh, starring a million people. And I was just like, you know, you can't just do a bug's life and just be like, we'll just pack it with stars. <laughs> That's why Ants will never be a bug's Thank life. Thank you. This has been producer Matt Leaves' Critic Corner. <laughs> critic Corner? Why in all your Critic Corners do you compare movies to a bug's life? Because <laughs> uh, it's just it's applicable to all of cinema. Yeah, what about B-movie? Thank you. <laughs> what about B-movie, Matt? Uh, what thing. about B-movie? Never be bug's life. Never be. So wait, uh, before we move off of Hunk Watch, um, Emily, was Chris Christopherson your hunk of the movie? No, it was Justin Long. Okay. Justin Long really does it for me. Um, he came on the show for Mythical, and, and I wrote the episode he came oh, on yeah? for. And Is that why he was constantly dropping his pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just like, I, I was speechless. I was like, <laughs> I was wow. a total nerd. Cool. But he's just, I don't know. He's what got. Was, do you remember the first time you saw him, like what you saw him in that created the crush? Uh, Jeepers Creeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that movie. That's free with the YouTube, free with ads on YouTube. Yeah. He's, I don't know. It is? It is. Well, we shouldn't do Maybe it, we'll though. have Justin Long November. Well, yeah, he is. A long November. He, um, he's kind of a. A scream King now. He's been a doing a lot of, a of horror movies. King. Barbarian. He did Barbarian. That. He did um, Tusk. Oh, I didn't see Tusk. Oof. Yeah? It, it, I don't want to watch it again. Okay. But it is scary. It's very <laughs> scary. Um, but yeah, he's been in a few things. Oh, he was in, uh, oh God, um, what's the one where the girl... Um... <laughs> Mac versus PC. No. Bugs Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where the girl gets hexed by an old lady. And oh, Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Ooh, he's God, in that one. That's movie. a scary movie. Okay. So yeah, he's got a thing. Oh my God, we've got little fella um, texting me. Let's see what he's saying. Wait, right now? Right now. Hey, hey, I landed. <laughs> he's been out. I uh, landed. Blah, I don't know. Miss you. Might pass out like a log, but hope to see you soon. Just fucking, again, Make a plan. Sure. If you want to see the person. I Yeah. You say you're going to see the person. This is like unacceptable. I know. I'm over it. Have a suggestion. How about Wednesday? I'm free Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Be like, where are you free? I'd like to see you. Instead, yeah. it's just like, nah, I landed. I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I was on a plane. I'm always on planes. <laughs> I have to fly. I'm a frequent flyer. I'm so tired. I collect get blue miles. I'm so tired. Is that what he sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Ben Affleck and and uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, they they reconnect. He comes over to her house and like makes dinner for everybody, and he's like, "She's great." And then she's like, "I don't care if we don't get married." And then he just proposes anyways. And they get married on the boat. So we end with a wedding, just like the comedies of the Great Bard. It ends in a wedding. Well, it's the whole thing of the of the movie is just like, ladies, if you just shut the fuck up, eventually he'll come around. Sure. Like, eventually he'll make dinner for your sick dad. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually he'll agree to marry you, even though he doesn't want to. What a great start for a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of people who don't want to be married, uh, let's talk about the Bradley Cooper, Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Connelly Oof. story. So Bradley Cooper... Tips a frosted. Uh, oh my in. god! Oh, the he's McGrathing all over this movie with those frosted tips. Yep. Um, he meets uh, Scarlett Johansson at a grocery store, um, uh, and they hit it off. They have a flirty banter. She wins a cooler for some reason. Hey, <laughs> this is fun. Two Avengers in the same movie: oh! Rocket Raccoon and Black Widow. That's so true. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, 
those Avengers movies are pretty good. This movie sucks. Anyways, let's just <laughs> remind people of good movies. Yeah, all of these uh, actors. Like a bug's life. Like a bug's life. <laughs> Flick and Heimlich, the whole gang. We love them. Yeah, all of these actors have been in great movies. This yeah. just isn't one of them. <laughs> uh, at the at the grocery store, Jennifer, uh, sorry, Scarlett Johansson is buying bottled water and bananas. Girl dinner? Question mark? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so they like hit it off. She's a musician. We never hear her sing. We like see her singing in a thing where they don't play the audio. Anyways, uh, she did have an album once. She did. Yeah, she has a yeah. She has a couple albums. She's yeah. like a Christmas album, I think. What? I don't know. Interesting. I I mean, listen. I like Scarlett Johansson a lot. I Me I too. think she's always good in things. Uh, you know, she tries her best in this movie. Um, but that didn't take off. Let's be honest. Uh, we're the not singing. Yeah, well, we're not hearing ScarJo on the radio. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, ScarJo, if you're listening, make as many albums as you want. I don't care. Yeah, make don't as many albums as you want, but just like you know, you ain't gonna be in the top forty. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, not many people are in the top. You 40. know, you're absolutely right. The only forty people are. Yeah, that's Maybe. right. There's some doubles in there. I bet all of them are from this cast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, okay, so they hit it off. He like says, you know, very early on, I'm married and we can't do this. But they keep like running into each other. They keep flirting. <laughs> they aren't running into each other. That's She's true. like stalking him. Yeah, that's they are kind of co-stalking each other. He yeah. like finds her yoga class that she teaches and shows up to it. So you know, they meet each other at the yoga class. They go, they go skinny dipping. They have a skinny dipping scene. You know. No, kind of. That's a little. That's a little. It's a little hot. They're bad people, but it's a little. Well, they know, were the, the closest thing to being. They are bad people. I think Scarlett Johansson is arguably kind of the biggest villain of the movie. <sighs> yeah, this movie's so t- like because yeah, we have this whole thing where like this this Everybody's guy is cheating, <laughs> yeah, and this woman is just okay with it, and it's like I thought about this a lot during this movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't like anyone in this movie. No. I don't like anyone. Everyone sucks. Everyone is either like... I don't think Jennifer Connelly sucks. No, you're right. Jennifer Connelly does no. not suck. She just like and wants Jennifer to Aniston doesn't pick out suck, some nice tiles. But everyone else sucks. Yeah. Much. And it's like, I don't I don't have to like everyone in my entertainment. I don't need every show to be Ted Lasso. I'm a sophisticated viewer. I enjoy, you know, your your Sopranos and your Successions with unlikable characters. Right, but like, right. I just, th- I just think in it's a rom com. You want to root for somebody, you yeah. know, but like everyone just fucking sucks so bad. Everyone is out of control. Yeah, like, they cannot control themselves. Like it's, but also my least favorite part about all of it is how they preface it by how women lie to each other. Sure. Yeah, that's this little thing that this movie starts with. Is and this it's montage like, of like so women around the world. Lie to each yeah. other, so it's uh, it's women's fault that we can't read signals because you won't just tell us. It's the other women that you don't want to go out with us. <laughs> right, yeah, it's yes. all the women. It's not a man being upfront. And yeah, oh, also we should definitely say that this is a very straight white right. <laughs> cis um, dating. Yes, like, there are line. some gay, gay characters who come in and like have funny lines. Yeah, but they don't the, have any kind of story. They are the stereotypical gay best friend kind sure. of roles, which you know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, so, yeah, they just started going, women just go, well, my friend actually um, dated a married guy and then they ended up being together forever and all this stuff. And it's like, women do not say this shit to each other. Sure. 
I don't think they said this to each other in 2009. And <laughs> they do because they have to interweave five different stories. I know. It's just like, it just sounds like, I mean, a well, guy clearly, wrote this book. You've clearly but, never written copy for a spice company. <laughs> but just that women kind of go, oh, he'll call if he's not calling. Like, oh, he'll call. Don't worry about it. No, that is never yeah. what anyone has ever told me. Everybody has always been like, fuck him. <laughs> Dump him. Yeah. <laughs> but at the, it's quite the opposite. I feel like most women are always just like break up with them. <laughs> so this this plot this plot keeps going. Uh, like they keep you know they 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 continue their affair. There's this scene where she comes to his office to like because he's a music producer or something to like sing for his boss, and they start to have sex in his office. And then Jennifer Connelly comes over to try and rekindle the relationship. Oh my god, this was so fucked up. She and so Scarlett Johansson hides in the closet while Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Connelly. Have sex, sex in the office where she can hear. That's some A twenty four shit. I don't know if this is supposed to be. I don't. I didn't know how it was supposed to feel. I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be farcical? Is this supposed to be? I like, think it was for the growth of like Scarlett Johansson's character. Sure, to like realize that he sucks. Well, I think it's to punish her. Like uh-huh. this whole oh, idea. Yeah, it's sure. it's to you know because she's the one who should really be punished. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he does get punished in the end. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think the movie is saying that what they're doing is good. Like, no. I don't think the movie like thinks this is funny or cute. It's just such a fucking weird thing to focus on. It's Oof. a weird thing to be a primary plot. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, but my favorite thing, speaking of punishing, is the Jennifer Connelly, um, the note on the box of cigarettes uh-huh. at the end. That's like. Um, what did it say? It yeah, said something so, so, like, so it goes, knock yourself out. <laughs> the cigarette, so so Jennifer Connelly wants Bradley Cooper to stop smoking. It becomes like a symbol for his infidelity, right? Like, right. She's like, are you smoking? But what she's really saying is, are you having an affair? Yeah. And then she finds the cigarettes, and for some reason that's what, leads her to dump him because she knew about the affair but the cigarettes it was well I think it was just that he didn't care about her because yeah, the whole sure. thing with the cigarettes was also they were American spirits American spirits the yellow um, <laughs> ones which a classic hipster sleeve it really yeah. was I feel when did American spirits just get a chokehold on millennials and stuff I feel like because I was yeah, a, after I graduated college I feel like everybody everybody had Amer- yeah. those things 2005 2006 yeah it's like smoking a whole fucking tree I can't. I I'm a camel light girl. I I don't smoke anymore. I just got my accent got a lot thicker <laughs> when I said I'm a camel light kind of girl. <laughs> Fuck, I saved a- up my camel bucks and I bought a <laughs> I got real cool. I got in trouble for having camel bucks, and they sent all of them to my parents' house. Oh yeah, and they. <laughs> Sat me down, oh, <laughs> like boy. a big conversation. And did they use your camel box? No, <laughs> but um, we're gonna yeah. get beach towels, and you can't use them. <laughs> actually, I would love a camel beach towel. That'd be, That'd be fucking cool, lit. Actually, but no, I'd love that. There's like Marlboro Man and a camel like gal. <laughs> That's kind of the one. But um, yeah, she. I think it was the cigarettes. She said her dad died of lung cancer. Right. Yeah. So she was very adamant about him not smoking and I guess he used to smoke but she find like he was smelling like cigarettes mm-hmm. and she asked him and he said no and then he blamed it on their um the, the people who were like building their apartment yeah, or something so this is a weird this is a weird icky part of this movie that's filled with weird icky parts is that she like blames it on the construction workers who are all like you know the only non-white characters in yep. the movie and there's this little scene with her and Luis Guzman. I know. He only was there for like 30 seconds. And he, it's they don't give him anything to do. He just is there to like deny that he's been smoking cigarettes in her yeah. house. 
And yeah, just another like, and I got excited. I'm like, hey, this guy's great in everything. Like, this is one of those great in everything It would have been great for him to have like some words of wisdom or something. Yeah, or something funny to do. It is so weird to cast him in this role that is like weird and racist. I don't know. Yes, it was. Uh, Yeah, uh, that, that. Yeah, and it's like, I do feel like maybe there was a lot of stuff cut out of this movie. Like, yes. there's a, like, that scene, and there's a little shot of Greg Barrett playing the minister at the wedding, but it cuts from his face before he says anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe there's a great director's cut of this movie it, with a lot of yeah, nuance and funny performances. I feel like, um, also, Drew Barrymore's stuff, it was like, did we even need it in here? Like, it okay. felt so small. Wonderful segue. We Thank need, you. We, that's <laughs> where I'm going next. Yay! Uh, okay, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about a love story for the ages. <laughs> Drew Barrymore and her many internet boyfriends. Coming up on Free With Ads. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! We're back. It's free with ads. And as promised, here is perhaps one of the most timeless love stories in all of cinema. Uh, oh before God. we, I, I want to just, just I, think, I think a clip will illustrate what's going on with Drew Barrymore in this movie. Matt, would you play that clip, please? He asked me out. <laughs> oh my God, he called. <laughs> well. He emailed. I know. What? He left his calling card with your lady in waiting? He MySpaced me. Ouch. Oh. Oh, girl, I don't know about that. <laughs> my trampy little sister says MySpace is a new booty call. <laughs> and in 2009, people were probably screaming in the aisles, <laughs> dancing around like Showtime at the Apollo when Drew Barrymore said, he MySpaced me. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, I guess sliding this... into the DMs was not like, well, it is kind of the booty call. Like, Yeah. So I think they got they got that part right, but I'm sure this was such a fucking current reference at the time. Oh my god! And I god. think you were getting at this. This whole thing with Drew Barrymore seems so tacked on. I'm it, sure they had does. the movie and they were like, "We need a young person who uses the internet." Well, that and they were like, "We need somebody to end up with Kevin Connolly." That's yeah, that too. And nobody else looks right next to him. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 
so I want to talk about I want to talk about their thing, yeah. but um, just a little glimpse into my life. Okay. I watched this movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I recorded another podcast today where I had to watch a movie. This is I was our guest on the great podcast Travolta Cage, which is a <laughs> podcast where you have to watch a Nicolas Cage movie and a John Travolta movie. Oh wow! And the John Travolta movie I had to watch was. Gotti. Have you seen or heard of Gotti? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Gotti so, is so good. Gotti is goaded. Matt? Love Gotti. You're wrong. It's so it's good. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> directed by Kevin Connolly. Uh-huh. No. Yes. His directorial debut. A little debut, slow on the button there, Matt. Oh, my bad. His directorial debut was Gotti. It is awful. <laughs> so I watched Gotti in the morning. Had my little day, and then in the evening watched this, and I thought to myself as I was in bed, that was the worst movie day of my life. Oh, my God. That was the worst fucking day of movies. <laughs> I should have just watched Casablanca in between the two, just to maybe kind of balance it out. For people like me, there are two options in life. You either end up in the clink, or you end up dead. Me? I did both. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how it starts. There's a part in that movie where someone's like, you got to unite the boroughs. Staten Island, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. Just like, <laughs> yeah, this guy lives in New York. He knows what the boroughs no, are. No, but you but the, but. What are those five together when you squeeze them? They're that's, a fist. That's a fist. They're a fist. You're oh. right. Um, it's art, baby. It's, it sucks. It's just a fucking incompetent movie um, it, that likes the mafia, that says the mafia is good. Anyway. <laughs> um yeah, this is it's made a, by someone who took Kevin the... Connolly has fucked your brain. I'm basically. sorry. Also, yeah. they have they have John Travolta playing John Gotti, who's supposed to be the most masculine man. And I just love the idea that there were like, yeah, who's who's like the most masculine dude? It's like Disco King John yeah, Travolta. Disco King. <laughs> I haven't learned anything else about him since 1977. <laughs> Get him to play Gotti. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, I hate Kevin Connolly. Um, maybe he's a nice guy interpersonally, but I don't care for his work. Anyway, so Drew Barrymore, she works at like a gay alternative weekly, the Brook, uh, the, the sorry, the Baltimore Blade. By the way, Baltimore looks lovely in this movie. It does. I've been once for a wedding, and I really liked it. I'd like to go visit Baltimore. Again, I guess I, I just assumed it was New York. Yeah, it's kind of New Yorky. But it's cute. It it's is cute. What the, what you see of it? I mean, all those lofts look pretty cool. <laughs> Wonder what the rent's like. So 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 Drew Barrymore is doing the, like internet dating, but we never see any of the guys. We just see her periodically, and she's like, "Well, I texted him, and then he emailed me, and then I called, and then he sent a MySpace, and then I." Clicked on to his live journal, and then he sent me a Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah. (laughs) It's just like it's so complicated, and I do. I do think when you know when you are modern dating, maybe you are talking to someone on a social media app. Maybe you are talking to someone on a dating app. Right. Maybe you're texting. So there is a that that part of it kind of rings true. I guess it's all on one device. Yeah, that too. That's the thing for me when everybody was just like. Um, it's one they were talking about, you know, landlines and waiting by the sure. phone and like the voicemail and all this. There is no excuse not to text someone back pretty oh, yeah. quickly. Sure. Like um, it's just a phone. It's with you all the time. Yep. It's not fucking courier service. It's like so easy. So there, mm-hmm. he really is not into you <laughs> if he has not texted you back within, I mean, I think within an hour. Did you... Ever use MySpace to hook up? No. Really? 
I don't know. Now, we're a little different in age, so maybe I was I was maybe I was prime for MySpace romance. I can't even remember. I mean, I know I had a MySpace, but I don't think that I did much on it. I don't think I think that Facebook came out my freshman year of of college. And then it was like I didn't. Okay. I just didn't use MySpace anymore. Really, MySpace. Like I got mine like the first year I moved to LA, uh-huh. and I went out on a on a date with the woman that I met on MySpace, Erica, spelled E R O Q U A. No, and we it was going fine for a while, and then uh, we were supposed to go to the zoo together, and she just didn't show up. No, and I never heard from her again. I fucking hate that. Yeah, have you heard about this thing? I don't know if it's true. But that Hinge and stuff has like fake um, users on there. I knew it. <laughs> no, that, uh, no, but there's fake users. I've been telling everybody. Um. <laughs> but they tell you to go to this one restaurant and then no one shows up. And then most of the time women will stay there and have dinner or drink by themselves. And it's the restaurant. Really? Creating fake no people. No fucking way. To lure you to that restaurant. So I that's don't... why there were so many crying women in that Arby's. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I. This, there was some article about it. I don't know wow. if I fully yeah. believe. That is quite the scheme. I um, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody. This is America. Yeah. But um, Hey, I did go to the zoo by myself when she didn't show up. So <laughs> That's true. If I get stood up, which I have been stood up, I've uh, Tinder, the only time I used Tinder, I was stood up twice. Okay. So I just stopped using Tinder because yeah. I was like, I don't like this. But and I'm no longer using any. I'm never going to go back to it just never works. It's always bad. Yeah, you should you should do speed dating, that thing you only see in TV and in movies. <laughs> no. Does that exist? Oh, you know, I guess I do have a good friend who who met her wife on a speed date. So I guess I do know one person. Now you sound like someone from the movie. Speed dated. That's the exception, not that's the, the rule. I know someone who did it, so maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, that's a guess of women lying to each other. Yeah, yeah, I know somebody who um, met somebody on a train who was married to a mm-hmm. a goat, and then you know, it's just uh, I hate that stuff. Nobody lies to each other I like know. that. There's so many, so many goat marriages that turn out to be lies. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, the other lies that they said was like. He's just so intimidated by how much he loves you, and that's why right. he wants to leave you. Yo. Yeah, is this stuff... I mean, again, I'm I'm coming at it from a male perspective. This yeah. doesn't sound like stuff that people say to each other. No. I mean, there is that, like, oh, he's... I mean, just say he's afraid of commitment. That's right. what it is. Like, sure, yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Well, it maybe he's just not that into you, but, like, it's it's also, like, maybe they're just not into much. So I, I maybe might... they're not into anything, and they're just a fucking <laughs> like sure. boring person. Stuff sucks. I'm not into it. Why would I be into? I'm not things? into anything. I just kind of follow my own yeah fucking breath around and just <laughs> I don't know. So so Drew Barrymore is so awkwardly inserted into this movie. She barely has anything to do with anyone. I guess she's friends with Scarlett Johansson, and there is this scene of them talking about their dating stuff in a CVS. And they're like going around this CVS and like picking out shampoos and stuff. Yeah. And it's full of other women who look to be doing the same thing. Do you and your gal pals go to CVS and like smell shampoos together? Maybe you do. No. Um, Well, I don't know. I no. It's so awkward. I think in high school I did that. Yeah, you maybe. You just go to like the 
um, you know, cover girl section and sure. look at all the colors and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's not what we do. We do that in Sephora now. We're, you know, sophi- <laughs> we're sophisticated. Oh, right. You would do that in a CVS. Yeah, yeah gross. Um, we got to <laughs> call a guy to unlock the razors. But yeah, Drew Barrymore's character is the one telling her to keep seeing the married guy and stuff yeah, too, which is crazy. If my friends said they were seeing a married person on the side, I'd be right. like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Really wild how Get most of the people of are there. just kind of okay with it or think it's kind of funny and cute. It's very weird. It is weird. So, you know, we, we hear about all this Drew Barrymore stuff. She's got like three scenes. Uh, uh, we don't like see any of the guys. And then, you know, the final little deal of the movie is that, oh, so I guess she's related to Kevin Connolly because he's running ads for his real estate business. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that literally scared the shit out of me. So he's Sorry. running <laughs> running ads for uh, his real estate business in the back of this like uh, gay alternative weekly. And so yep. he has periodic phone calls with Drew Barrymore to check up on the ads. What does anyone do in this movie? What are Everybody, we were talking about this. It's like, this is a very uh, white upper middle class like yeah more than upper they're rich they're all rich these are their only problems sure relationships they are have their insane non jobs and boats yeah also your dad has a heart attack doesn't even die there's no problem yeah. like, no one dies and everybody's fine <laughs> everyone's got adorable dogs even your bad uh, bridesmaid dress you look great in yeah nothing is bad yeah everyone has an amazing life in this movie yeah and so it's like and just God. has to like make up dumb shit to have conflict about yeah Jennifer Goodwin just go on a vacation to the Bahamas and sure. like get the fuck over like it's if I had like the money and the everything that just concentrate on writing your spice bottles <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Comes being the best spice bottle reader you can be. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's, I don't know. So the, the whole thing, fucking thing ends when uh, <laughs> Drew Barrymore is calling Kevin Connolly to check up on his latest ad or whatever, uh, because that's something that would happen. Uh, and he's sitting across from her at the same coffee shop and mm-hmm. they sit down and it's implied that this is their meet cute. Yeah. And they're falling in love. <laughs> I hate you, Matt. (laughs) Matt, it's like a house of horrors. (laughs) And, oh, and then we get a shot of her deleting her MySpace profile. Oh, wow. But also, that shows such a misunderstanding of MySpace on the part of the filmmakers, because, like, it's not for dating like people do date on it no it's for it's for uh, showcasing your band there you go yes <laughs> your screamo band yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did for. love that MySpace you could pick like songs to play when they click on fun. your profile MySpace was good it's true I feel like Instagram when you click it's like a white background why can't we fuck with the backgrounds Let's fuck of with our the background. Instagram it would like, be great yeah, there's just little things that are missing that MySpace has. Why can't I put a sparkly animated Tweety Bird on there? Yes! Yeah, why can't I ra- rank my top eight friends? Well, do you, <sighs> I'd love to rank my But remember, my friends. MySpace, there was like a little bit of coding going on. That's true. You did have to do a little bit of coding. And I remember figuring it out and being like, wow, this is the future. Mm-hmm. And now I have no idea how I to do change, any of that. Uh, yeah, I can say I'm 12 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the plot of the movie. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, before we get to our ranking, I want to talk about what we think are the best lines in the okay. movie. Um, mine comes from the skinny dipping scene between Bradley Cooper and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Matt, would you play that for us? Oh, God. I mean, am I not allowed to have friends anymore? I mean, am I not allowed to, to be friends with people that are hot? I mean, what, what, I mean what, what kind of reverse prejudice is that? 
I hear you. I mean, am I not supposed to be friends with a guy just because he's married? Right. Or has an insane smile or an ass that makes me want a dry hump? Did you just say dry hump? Yeah. So, I mean, by best line in the movie, of course. She did. I the mean, <laughs> I mean, worst line in the movie. She did the best she could with that. She line. did. She tried. No one's blaming ScarJo. I'm sure your albums are great if you're listening. Um, yeah, and, and you know, everyone is trying in this, but yeah, like that's just what passes for a joke in this. And also, it just, if if she wants to dry hump his ass that makes her a top sure yeah Yeah. i mean again maybe i don't want to kink shame them (laughs) if you are a woman into dry humping a man's ass yeah more power to you i love it i think that i mean i don't really really know what a top is (laughs) but i mean like i've never wanted to dry hump a man's ass before yeah, it's a, such a weird thing to say, that's and he the, loves it. Ooh, yeah, he loves I mean it. that seems like the wrong spoon. I I think that it's the other way. I want I want a spoon on the inside, and you dry hump my ass. Maybe I'm, I'm just envisioning cereal at this point. Cereal. Yeah, you're. He said spoon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We thought you meant the true crime podcast. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Matt, um, can we just play an episode of Serial from, for the rest of our <laughs> duration of the show? Yeah, but um, what were you saying? Sorry. Yeah, it's such a it's such a weird non-joke. And yeah, just clearly like, you know, like how MySpace is so awkwardly inserted in this movie. It seems like some fucking executive just heard a kid say dry hump and it's like, put that in the movie. Well, here's what I think it was. Yes. I think they wanted it to be... Like, I think there's something about Scarlett Johansson. She's just this bouncy, like, she's so beautiful in this movie, yeah, too. Yeah, she is. Well, she's beautiful everywhere. But um, she's, like, this sweet, cute, like, the, I got, I can't believe I won a cooler, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like she's that kind of. very excited about and the cooler. And so they kind of wanted it to seem like this cute, sexy, innocent whoopsie. Yeah. Like, you know, I just went a dry hump. That's I don't all I've even... ever done. I've only done over the clothes stuff. Yeah, I don't even know what penetration is. Sure. Ooh, I've <laughs> never yeah. been. I've only I done I think it's supposed stuff. to be cute but sexy, and okay. that's why they picked that. Okay. And. It... <laughs> all right. So that's my best slash worst line of the movie. Emily, what's yours? Okay. This is one of those monologues um, that we have, you know, Natasha Legera sure. did one. This is a fabulous older woman in a nice like suit kind of dress suit Mm -hmm. and with a brandy snifter like sitting in a fabulous restaurant and she gives this monologue about her marriages and I don't know I kind of found it fabulous so go ahead well my first husband was uh, unimpressive I found him in bed with his big breasted secretary when I came home early from the Maldives it was just so unoriginal made me feel sorry for him my second husband was a pinch more creative, uh, cheated on me with my sister, but uh, made me believe that I was insane for being suspicious. So at least some mind games, some intrigue. But my last husband, he was a gem. He was a veritable master at covering his tracks. I mean, I poured over his phone records. I intercepted his credit card bills. I had him followed on numerous occasions and never found a single shred of evidence. It it wasn't until he died that I finally found out about the property he owned with his Austrian mistress. But the real master, I have to say, is me. Three husbands, countless boyfriends. I haven't been caught yet. 
<laughs> She's great. Fucking cool. I know. It is like, yeah, I get I feel like Make the movie about her and John Ross Bowie hooking yes. up. Yes, or her, her and, and the Chris and the male witch. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Christopherson I finding love after his heart attack. Because it was like the first um, female character not complaining, really. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, about sure. infidelity. It was like she got hers. Yeah. Like, Y'all got yours, and then she, but the whole time she was cheating on them. She just didn't get caught. And I, I, think I that, completely agree. I, that that was my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, you only see her once. I I fucking thought she was, and what a great monologue too as an actor yeah. to she's get. The only person in the movie who has uh, a funny part where the joke isn't uh, that women be stupid. Sure. Yeah, she's like the the mastermind. So. Yeah. I really loved her because it was just like, because I kind of wonder about that, like with marriage, because I'm not married. And the longer I'm not married, the more I'm like, what do I actually think marriage is? Like, I don't even know. And then I'm like, I just wonder about people our parents age and fidelity sometimes. I'm always like, well, they the 70s is when they got married. And sure. that's key parties mm-hmm. and swingers and all that stuff. So I'm like... We did always have a giant bowl of car keys around the house growing <laughs> up, now that I think about but, it. So I feel like the... I mean, I was talking earlier about like uh, non-monogamy and stuff. I feel like this debate has been around forever and that um, maybe a lot of people are kind of like this lady. Right. Where it's like, you do you and I right. do it's me. Right, it's a game and... of cat and mouse. It's yeah. like, yes, let's all, let's both, we'll be married, but we'll just try and cheat on each other quietly. Yeah. It's well, like Batman and the Joker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Honestly, maybe that is my it relationship does. style. <laughs> it does seem like she's happier than anyone in this movie. I mean, she's got Brandy in a fabulous yeah, outfit. Sure, I love her. Sure, has a robust sex life. Yeah, she seems cool. Right. Um but yeah, I, I found that to be interesting. Also, I've, I'm very interested in the swingers community. I'm diving into that online, too. Oh, wow. There's like cruises. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. And, and codes. Codes? I think it's... Um, There's rules and stuff. God, who was I talking about this with this? Anyway, um, it's uh, I've, heard, I've heard that the new code is pineapples. Oh, yeah, upside down pineapples. Oh, interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know they had to be upside down. What's right yeah. side up? I think a pineapple. Just a, just a pineapple. Sure. <laughs> Tropical fruit fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was so, my favorite, I think. Okay. We're going to get to our rankings of this movie right after this. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. We're back. It's free with ads. Uh, before we get to our ranking of He's Just Not That Into You, uh, Emily, he found something in the comments, right? We watched this yes. on YouTube, so there are comments. Yes. Um, what do you got? Comment section. 
Stuffy Kong. Ah, <laughs> uh, my favorite YouTube user. <laughs> Stuffy Kong says, um, this is from nine days ago. Rewatching this in 2024, the fact that she's waiting for him to call her back on her landline sort of makes my heart twinkle. Hmm. <laughs> and then the comments. Oh, stuffy Kong, you old softy. <laughs> yeah. And then there's comments, three comments below. One of them says, I remember those days and going out and hoping, hoping, hoping that my answering machine would be blinking to show I had a message. And then another one is, these kids today will never know that feeling. The excitement when you get a message from him. They have no idea what they've missed. Now, if they don't get a text back within three minutes, they need therapy. Fucking snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. And then the with final. With their safe spaces, <laughs> needing their texts back. Yeah. And then the final comment is, Jesus loves y'all and died for us. Jesus calls for all of us to repent. <laughs> I, love, I love that this person is just going in the comments of random movies and saying, I'm going to save some souls well, today. The funny thing is that person put that comment on literally every single comment. That's wild. <laughs> they're doing the Lord's work. They really are. That Such is how a... they minister. I mean, yeah, they're like, there's tons of lonely women in here. I bet we could get in those pocketbooks real yeah. quick. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and Jesus in his day, you know, he, he, he wandered. He spoke to the masses. But I think we're- He's we're... just not into you. <laughs> but, but, you know, who is into us? God. That's right. He mm. wants us all to be at his right hand. But I think were Jesus alive today, he would just be in the comments of YouTube saying, yep, you know, exactly repent, that. I love you. I would like to say- this movie is two hours long. God, yeah, it's so long. It's so, it feels long too. And it feels like there's things cut out. Yeah, it feels weirdly like edited in an unsatisfactory way, but also too fucking long. So long, they just wanted to pack in as much star power as they could to sell tickets. I think. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so okay, let's. I think we've already we've already kind of implied what we think of this movie, but yes. let's give it an official ranking. Um, of course, we don't pay for these movies with money. We pay for them by watching super loud commercials. Ooh, yes. boy, my commercials were loud in this. Um, <laughs> Did they jump? Were you watching it on your TV or your laptop? I was watching it on TV, and yes, they were like entourage-level jump scares. <laughs> yeah, I was watching mine on, on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Matt. I hate you. <laughs> so, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10 super loud commercials, uh, how many are you given this, Emily? Um... Okay, if we have a lot of commercials, it means we like it. We're willing to sit through it. Yes. I'm giving this shit zero. I Good. hate this movie with a passion. All of my commercials were from BetterHelp. Okay. <laughs> and and um, I think that that's on brand. We know you're going. Yes, we know you're here. If you're watching this movie, your mental health. I think be. that this movie gave me mental health like problems. I'm yeah. going to talk to my therapist about this movie. Oh boy, just describe just therapists everywhere. Just, just having be people like, describing. Am I everyone in this movie? Which one am I? Uh, am I true? I'm literally all of them. It's fucked. Okay, Emily, I'm going to be a little more generous than you were. Um, I'm going to give this a two. I'm going to give this two commercials. Um, because, as we mentioned, there's a couple of funny performances from funny character actors. You have mm -hmm. the the drunk woman who cheated on her husband. You got John Ross Bowie. These are, these are yes. genuinely funny moments with genuinely funny people. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to give it a little slack because the T-shirts in this movie looked so soft. Did you notice the T-shirts? 
everyone's t-shirt just looked like that beautiful, <laughs> like early 2000s soft vintage t-shirt. American apparel. Yeah. Now listen, do I agree with the things that their founder did? No. No. Do I like a soft ass t-shirt? Yeah. Oh boy, I yeah. do. T-shirts are too rough these days. It's true. They're be- the People love a beefy tee these days. <laughs> and- Everyone's tees in this just looked so soft. Yeah, I want to see your nips. I want to see the nips, and mm-hmm. then I want to put one on and go to bed. <laughs> oh, the t- shirts look so soft in this movie. All alone, because he's just not that into Because you. we're not that into shirts. <laughs> uh, all right, so <laughs> this movie is a no good, no. as a John Gotti would say. <laughs> Um, but hey, we've got some stuff coming up uh, that might be more worth your time. Uh, yes. Emily, what, what do you got going on? Okay, so um, Jordan knows about this as well. The Good Mythical Tour is happening. We're both yes. on a fabulous YouTube, speaking of YouTube, YouTube show, Good Mythical Morning. And they are going on tour in May and June of this year. And there's not very many tickets left, I think. But if you go to mythical.com and click on tour, you can see all of the dates and grab yourself a ticket. Jordan will be there. Well, I don't think I'm supposed to say when you're going to be there. I don't know if we are either, so, but well, I may or may I not will, be popping up in a certain right. city That's in America. America. That's right. Well, I will be there for all of them. All the dates. But Jordan, like, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe I'll pop up. Maybe, maybe you'll pop up. Maybe. You'll just have to find out. I probably out. won't be there. No, Matt's not Matt going to be there. Be popping and up. With good reason. Stay home. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Matt, Matt's got kids. Um, one kid. Maybe another one soon. I don't know. But I can still do it. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. You can be a stowaway. I would like to stow. <laughs> yeah, we'll shove you in the overhead compartment. <laughs> Come with us on tour. And also, I have a um, just a little mini podcast okay. uh, series with uh, Jenna Purdy from Mythical. Hey, yeah, and we're doing a little just two episode um, like podcast thing for MythicalSociety.com. It's their paid platform, mm-hmm. um, and you can just sign up to be, I think, a first degree member. I think it's a first degree. Don't quote me on that. But um, you can sign up. And our first episode will be launching on January 26th. And the second one will be on February 23rd. Hey. And it's all about dating mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of sex. Okay. Check it out. Mythical Society. A lot of fun stuff up there. I've done some little skits and bits for them, yeah. too. Tons of fun. Uh, hey, uh, I uh, wrote a graphic novel that's coming out Woo! later this year. It's called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy. Art by the the great Bowen McGurdy. And uh, so we're asking folks to pre-order it if the book sounds cool to you. If you want to see a, 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 a fun and funny adventure about teenage exorcists <laughs> loving and living, fighting demons, and figuring out what this big old life of ours is all about... <laughs> Um, we'd love for you to pre-order the book, and uh, and you can do that anywhere. You can do that at Amazon. You can do that at Barnes & Noble. You can do it at your local indie bookstore. But... If you do it via Book Soup, that Book Soup is the indie bookstore here in LA that I love the most. Uh, easily my fave. Love those guys. They're an indie store that's been there forever. So they ship anywhere. So if you order it there, they'll ship it right to you, just like any old e commerce site does. And I am signing all of the pre orders that happen at Book Soup. So I am not only signing them, but I will personalize them. And when you buy your book from their website, there will be a box uh, for notes. 
just put what you want me to write in that box and I will write it with a few caveats. Uh, one, it's a YA book. It's for teens. So nothing, nothing R rated in there, <laughs> but it can be as weird as you want it to. So I would love, I would love for folks to, to go over, pre-order those books from Book Soup and just make me have to write the weirdest stuff in these books because the bookstore employees have to read them off to me. Oh God. And when I've done this in the past, the people are just like, all right, uh, so this next one is to Tara, and she wants you to say, um, eat my cotton candy taint, daddy. <laughs> Just these nice bookstore employees who don't know any of these dumb inside jokes have to explain to me what to write. So please make their lives a living hell. Go to booksoup.com, uh, pre-order youth group there, and uh, get your signed and personalized. Yay. I can't wait to read it. Uh, thank you. I think it. I think you will like it, as will others. I know. Uh, well, hey, that's free with ads. Uh, <laughs> we're coming to you every week on the Maximum Fun Network. Tune in next week when our movie will be... The 1963 classic, The Birds. The Birds. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artists' own shows. Supported. Directly. By you.